statues, they're like, what's happening? <laughs> Why haven't they? D nothing has exploded. And I understand because they were raised differently. Yeah, I was watching Get Carter, the original one, and nothing yeah. happens for the first hour until he starts kicking ass. There's yeah, a it takes a, they, they used to really set things up for a long time. Now, on the other uh, side, if I watch an action movie and, um, you know, it's normally like, uh, you know, Con Air or something. The the guy's in, in serious trouble within five minutes. So you know nothing's going to happen to him at all. Right. He's in serious trouble at 10 minutes. He's in serious trouble at 15 minutes, 20 minutes. He's constantly in serious trouble. And you know, and you think to yourself, well, there's no no problem at all here. Yeah. He's going to get out of it. And even back there, they used to kill a lot of people in those <laughs> '70s movies. You know, yeah. there would be like the hero would get his head blown off. They're not going to do that um, because they don't want to fuck it up. Pat, Pat, you're on my face. Uh, yeah, Ronnie. What about a situation like Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, where the director's vision and the studio's vision were so completely different? Because the the much later version of the film that came out in the '90s is way superior, in my opinion, and in most people's opinion, I think. Well, you know, but again, I saw that movie. That was my experience, you know? That was my experience. If the director can't kind of fight for it then, I don't know if I want to hang around for another 20 minutes, 20 years, and see exactly what he was looking for. Well, I, I agree. Um, Apocalypse Now Redux mm -hmm. is so, it's not good. It almost makes it a bad movie and right. it, because Apocalypse Now was o always slow, but I thought timeless. And as you said, Ron, fucking uh, slow pacing, but still, it's a great movie. But then you throw in that French scene yeah. where it's just the French people and, eating food. And let's face it. You never do what you set out to do. I don't, you know, Woody Allen has said he's never made the movie he's wanted to make. He can't mm. seem to get there. I know from doing radio. We leave here and we go, ah, fuck. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. It must be nearly impossible to make a perfect film if you're, if you're the director. Well, I mean, you got to take it this way. Now, let's, if you're, let's say, a writer-director, you have an idea in your head. You probably have played out that movie so many times in your head. Then you've got to get together. The costumes are going to be not exactly what you had in your head. Obviously, the acting is not going to be exactly what you had. The music is not going to be in your head. But then, at a certain point... You have to give it over to the audience. Then it becomes the audience's experience yeah. and not yours at all. And that's what you know, that's I had this problem. conversation with Mooch when he was like, uh, he didn't want to see Van Morrison go back and uh, redo uh, Astro Weeks. But to me, at least Astro Weeks, it, it exists there as an album. And unless you're really, really wanting to put out the $350 for Van Morrison to. <laughs> You know, masturbate in front of everybody. Uh, it still exists. Here's, um, let me go to uh, Steve. Steve, you're on my face. What's up, boys? Yeah. Got to uh, talk about Blade Runner, the, the director's cut of Blade Runner. I mean, Ridley Scott, once he got rid of that narration track that was in the, in the original, made it such a, a better film. A, now, people can say this, but I have my own fucking Blade Runner experience, and uh, I was fine with the film. I was fine with that in the 80s, and I'm fine with it now. Especially if a film uh, affects you, like, emotionally, the first time you see it, you don't want it to be changed. I, I, yeah, that's right. I mean, at that point, the, this, the, the film belongs to you. It yeah. doesn't belong in the studio. It doesn't belong. It's your experience whether you liked it or didn't like it. And this is the big problem people have with George Lucas. He keeps going back and tweaking Star Wars, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Changing something that people liked. 
Why isn't he going back and trying to change fucking Howard the Duck? Why don't you try to make that piece of dog shit better? You know? That's, if there's something that needs to be fixed, it's that fucking piece of shit. You can't fix that. Right, but nobody would complain if he went back every year and tried to start to add CGI characters to Howard the Duck. They'll go, well, you know what? I'll give it another try, George, if you really think it's not done. But no little kid left Star Wars going... You know what? I really could have used a lot more background well, stuff and all. He, he forgets that it's really about the story. Yeah. And the people grabbed into that initial story, and that was what they cared about. What he does is he adds more Muppets anytime he, anytime he tries to yeah. fix something. I, I, I just find it... The only thing I find offensive about George, because I love him, is when him or Spielberg... Uh, edit stuff for quote unquote moral reasons. Like when, yeah. if you're watching the Cantina scene now, Han Solo has to get shot at by Greedo. Right.